You know, the first thing I would say to someone is to forget about your audience. Forget about the intention just for a moment to really tap into it because I think that's where we get tripped up. That's where we start using a formula instead of coming from what's true and authentic within. So just ask yourself and think about think about someone, a specific person. You know, maybe it's a client or someone you know who you'd love to help. You see they have a need and you'd love to help them. You'd love to give them something. If you could tell them anything, if you could deliver a message that would make the biggest difference to them, what would it be? Hi, I'm Caitlin Pyatt, owner of Authentic Branding and Marketing, where I work with female entrepreneurs to brand, market, and grow their small businesses. I'm your host for this podcast, Startup Marketing. I'm a mom of three and entrepreneur, so if you ever hear little kids in the background, it's just my life, I'm trying to make this all work while I build a business. I worked as a corporate marketer for over 12 years where I focused on marketing and branding strategy along with marketing management. Often, I heard small business owners say they weren't doing any marketing because they couldn't afford to outsource it to an agency and they didn't know how to do it themselves. When I started my business, I knew I could take my expertise and my experience to help women thrive by teaching them how to create strategic marketing plans they could feel confident about and show them the tools to make managing their marketing easy and efficient. So if you're an entrepreneur out there who's Googling how to brand and market your business, you've come to the right place. The goal of Startup Marketing is to make all of my marketing knowledge accessible and actionable so you can take it and level up your business. I'm a huge marketing nerd, and I'm passionate about sharing everything I know with you. This podcast is genuinely one of my favorite things to create. So get ready to learn about all things marketing. Hello, Startup Marketing listeners. I am excited to have you here today. I have Stephanie Benedetto as our guest, and we are going to be digging into some wild creations, which I am super pumped for. Stephanie is at The Awakened Business, and she helps transformative coaches, healers, and entrepreneurs craft irresistible messages so they can attract soulmate clients online without the hustle, hype, or endless social media posting. She's a coach, storyteller, and unmarketer who uses curious questions, stories, and play to inspire joyful creation in all its forms. She believes your business is a game and you can play your way to a thriving, profitable business that changes the world. And that sounds amazing. So Stephanie, welcome. Thank you for joining me today. Oh, I'm very excited to be here, Caitlin. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about your business and why you decided to start it. Hmm. So I actually started my business by accident. I was contemplating I this the other day. Like, it came from my own desire to go deeper. So, mm. in my previous business, I was helping people with marketing and sales um, inside of the wedding industry, actually. So, they were small businesses. Mm -hmm. And we were doing a lot of strategy. We were talking about a lot of really great things and, like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is great. I'm going to do this. And they wouldn't do it or they'd do it and not get results, or they'd get results and it didn't satisfy them. Mm -hmm. And I knew that there was something more. And I was feeling that in my own life, in my own business, as I reflect on it now, I was kind of feeling dissatisfied with what I was doing. And I knew there was something that I wanted to do that had a greater impact that used more of me. And so I started getting into coaching for myself on this journey um, that led me to, oh my goodness, um, over the, over the years, 
a neurolinguistic programming and I became a certified um, master coach and then trainer in that. And now I'm in the transformative coaching world. But I was too scared to just take that leap. So what I started doing was playing at it. And I kind of tricked myself into starting a business by doing this thing called 100 Conversations Experiment. I said, I'm going to have 100 conversations with entrepreneurs who inspire me. And for each of those conversations, I'm going to make a video. Now, it wasn't about the conversation, but it was sort of documenting my process. And this was, I ended up, it took me nine months to get to that point, by the wow. way. Like I sat on it for that That's long <laughs> and it was only with a coach's help. And she said, well, why don't you just start with 10? I went, oh, okay, I can do that. And before you know it, in a couple months, I had, I had a website up and I was doing these conversations. And what I discovered in the process was who was it that I was drawn to work with and create with? What did they need? Who was drawn to work with me? Because I just had an invitation, like, who wants to have a conversation with me about these, you know, the things that I love, like creating something amazing, what's coming through. It was very vague in the beginning, right? I'd had no sure. idea. Yeah, yeah. And I got to see who responded to me and what they needed and what I naturally did to help them. So these were free conversations and some of them turned into clients. Some of them became partners and friends. It was an amazing journey. So that's, that's kind of where cool. it came from. That's really, that is really very cool. I like that a lot. Just, I think that um, a lot of times we all kind of think like, hey, I want to start my business because I just know I want to, I want something different, but I don't know what that different mm -hmm. is. And I, I love hearing kind of it, your journey and the way that you went about finding it because it's so, it's really probably what we all end up going through. I just think you did it with a lot more um, maybe intention or not. I don't know if you're kind of tricking yourself into it, but we all kind of go through the process of like, I don't know, what is it? What does it look like? What is it that I want to do? Who do I want to talk to? Who do I want to work with? Uh, so I think that's, I think that's so fun. So you, so now within the business that you have today, you help create messaging that brings out the most authentic in a person. You call it those kind of wild creations. So something that really resonated with me as I was kind of prepping for this interview that I saw on your website is that a lot of times we are so focused on kind of emulating or imitating mm -hmm. the successful people or the people we think are successful. And so we sort of start to lose ourselves. And that's something that i I've fallen victim to, and I still, you know, every once in a while, I still do. I think it's probably something that is really, really difficult to not do. So how is it that you encourage people to, to kind of avoid that? Because it's, it's so easy. It is so mm. easy a trap to fall into. Mm. Well, first of all, I'd say it's not a bad thing. As mm. you just pointed out, when we're getting started, it's so much easier to start with someone else's template than with a completely blank slate. At least it gets you moving. Yeah. And you start to get in the game. And that is the whole point, right? The whole mm, point mm -hmm. is to be mm -hmm. in there and creating. But at some point, as you've noticed, as I've encountered, and it sounds like you have too, you realize like this doesn't, it's like wearing somebody else's clothes and it just doesn't fit right. You know, like, yeah. ah, this kind of marketing this type of service, this pricing structure doesn't fit. But so-and-so says that I have to do this. Or I don't like social media. 
this is a big one for me. I'm, I've mm-hmm. been taking a hiatus from social media three months away and still making money and still having conversations with new clients. And you can do that, by the way. You know, like it yes. is possible. <laughs> but people will tell you, you have to have a you social have media. Pr- you have to show up consistently. And, you know, that means all the time people think. Like, what does that even mean, right? Right, right. So recognizing, first of all, that there's no one way to do business. Absolutely. There are as many ways as there are entrepreneurs who are doing it. So give yourself permission to not do things that don't feel like you. Mm -hmm. And give yourself permission, start exploring like, wow, if I could do it anyway, even if it doesn't seem realistic, even if it contradicts the advice of an expert whose course you bought, or even a coach that you hired, just at least allow for the possibility and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really such important advice because we don't, we don't hear it often enough. And, and I think it's something that I, I tell my clients all the time, but it's really difficult for me to, you know, take to heart and follow my own advice. You know, I tell them when they're, when they're planning out and building a marketing plan, like do what you have the capacity for, do what you know, fills you up and works for you that, you know, plays to your strengths. And sometimes, you know, like for me, we're very similar. I don't love being on social media. It's not my favorite place to be. I find it really difficult. It drains me. Um, you know, and so I, I kind of cut back on how much I was posting and then I ended up outsourcing it because I was like, I just, you know, like I think it's important, but it's not something that I'm willing to do. Uh, But I think it's, I don't think people say it enough, especially coaches, because we get focused on, you know, we want you to buy our products and we, we feel like we have to have all the answers and we Mm. have to have kind of like the, the blueprint to get everybody to success. And, and so sometimes that plays into our own fear, that recommendation of like, Hey, show up consistently, make sure you're doing this. But I love hearing, you know, give yourself permission to kind of do the things that really just work for you and let go of the other things that don't, because I think we all need to hear that more often in our businesses. You know, the other piece of this is that, and there's no, there's no badness or wrongness in this, by the way, because everybody does it. We want to have, like, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Like mm, we get frustrated. Mm-hmm. I've, mm-hmm. I don't know how many times I've heard that. Stephanie, just tell me what to do. I'll do it. You know, I, I'm, I'm willing, I'm able. And that's not how creation really works. Not right. when it's alive, not when it's authentic. Now, I'm not saying that those systems and formulas are bad. You can learn so much from them. And I have, and I've created them, but I'm at a place now where I help people to take, like to kind of drop all the things they've learned and really look within, like what's alive for you? What do you love doing? How could you just share it? Forget about marketing. I talk about unmarketing, which is really made up. Because we have this idea of what marketing looks like. Yes. And like, let's throw that out. You don't do that anymore. It doesn't even exist. <gasps> Whoa. Now, what would you do? How would yeah. you love to share what you do? So for some people, if you're a coach and you love coaching, coach. Like, and actually let coaching. So that might look like having a podcast that's you coaching live. That mm. might look like 
just inviting tons of people to be coached for free and then let that be your marketing. It might be like, what would it look like if you coached in little mini bite-sized sessions by video? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Or if you created articles that are actually right. drawn from your coaching. Like there right. are a million ways you can do that. And that's just one example. Whatever's alive. Some people love design and they love creating yeah. like, they're like, oh, I love making little memes and stuff. So do that and let it guide you. Like let what's alive for you show you the way to connect with clients. Because when you're lit up, people see it. And it gets yes. people's attention. It's not like, oh, I got to make a social media post today. Oh, I better write a blog post. You know, I got to send my email newsletter. Like, no, you don't. Right. But you get to. Right, right. No, I think that's so much – I think that's so spot on. It's something – and it's a discovery process, I think. Like, you you really have to kind of get comfortable with being uncomfortable and maybe doing things that seem – contrary to popular advice or best practices but i feel like really at the heart of at the heart of marketing is really kind of experimenting and finding out what works you know even even if i was working in a big corporate business with millions of dollars to spend every every marketing strategy that i would be deploying started out as an experiment it started out going hey i'm i'm just going to throw this out i'm going to see if it see if it works i'm going to pay close attention to it i'm going to i'm going to follow some best practices when i deploy it based on you know my education and my experience and and you know as a professional but at the beginning, it's just an experiment. And so I think as as entrepreneurs, we have to re that's kind of freeing advice to hear, you know, to just mm -hmm. throw out the playbook and say what sticks. Because if if I could give everybody an exact blueprint to success, like I would be living on a private island somewhere, right? Because everybody would be like, oh, I want yes, yes, give me the exact formula and I could sell it for millions of dollars. But that's not the way that marketing actually works. So I think that's I think that's fantastic advice to kind of like throw that playbook out and really just mm -hmm. find what ignites you because that like it's especially and I think people learn going in and going through their businesses, you know, when you are doing things that drain you, it makes you dread working on your business, which is not a position that you want to be in if you want it to grow and you want it to thrive. You really do have to be ignited and alive um, from the things that you're doing. So I think that's just fantastic. And so I want to follow up and ask because when I was kind of reading through everything on your website, you you talked just now about kind of like leaning in and finding what's alive. And on your website, you talk about kind of leaning into your shadow, which mm. I have not heard before. And you mentioned like that you did this in order to get to kind of your wild creations or what, you know, like your most creative, most authentic messaging. So what does that mean? Like what does leaning into your shadow look like? And then how do mm. you kind of use that to kind of propel yourself forward? Yeah. It's interesting because I see this differently even now. I'm in a process of like a website refresh. And this is a cool thing in business is that I'm always changing. Like everything yeah. is, especially me, like probably more than most. So the way I look at this now, I'll talk about it this way. This is, this is recent. So the, your shadow is the flip side of your genius mm. and they live together. 
So let me give you an example of that. Um, so I ha- I'm a I'm a really joyful and happy, optimistic person, right? Like sure. in, in general, it, it comes across people describe me as having this like effervescent kind of energy. Uh, yeah. What happens in sessions with clients is there's like this this ooh bubbly creative energy that kind of comes with me, right? And a part of that came from, like on the, on the flip side of it, that's not all that I am, mm-hmm. right? The flip side of that is, what would I say it is? It is sadness. Sure. You yeah. know, like, like I grew up experiencing so much sadness and anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I can still experience it sometimes. It was a very comfortable feeling for me to be sad. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's okay. Right. And it's sort of like on the other side of that sadness, by allowing myself to be all of me, and in fact, realizing that it's not me at all. These are just experiences that move through me. These are experiences that I have. Yeah. It takes the charge out of the shadow because so often when I'm like not willing to experience something, I'm also not accessing the rest of me. So mm-hmm. all that time when I was trying not to be that sad person or trying not to be that anxious person, I wasn't experiencing the fullness of my joy. Right. And being willing to allow for all of the experiences now, like, oh my God, I feel such joy. I get excited so easily. I'm such a happy person. Not all of the time, obviously, but when those thoughts come that are not so happy, they don't rock my world anymore because I know they're just going to move through. Mm-hmm. Does that does that help a little bit? I answer. Yeah, you? and I no, totally. And I think um, I my my wheels are spinning because I have um, I've spent a lot of time. I think over the past few years, kind of getting to a very similar space that you're in um, through through therapy, through meditation, through all of these things. Um, because my I used to consider myself like a very anxious person and I like owned anxiety as like who I, who I was, right? Like I was an anxious person (laughs) and I didn't, and I didn't like it, right? Because it, it stole all the joy and all of the happiness that I normally felt out of like moments that were big deals to like a big deal to me. And I, so I, I took a lot of time and I think I think, again, it's important to hear that as an entrepreneur, it's okay to kind of lean into the spaces that are not necessarily like the shiny stuff that people Mm want to hear about. They're not the Instagrammable moments, right? You know, it's not something that you're going to like snap a picture of when you are feeling those. But to kind of recognize that like, hey, I have to accept all of this in order to be successful, I think is really important because otherwise you spend a lot of time trying to kind of hide that and keep it from coming through in your business. And I think it takes away Mm -hmm. a lot, like people don't necessarily know why, but they know something is off, right? Like they start to kind of feel it and they're like, okay, well, something, something is, something's going on here. Something is, is off. Um, you know, and it it could just be something really simple, like when you show up for a coaching call. And if I'm not being super honest about like 
oh man, I just like, I got in an argument with my husband this morning and it kind of stunk. And my kids are just like losing their minds. They're upstairs and I can hear them like crying and screaming and they're yelling at their dad and he, you know, like he's mad. And if I'm trying to like, you know, hide that, then like something is weird. Something is off in that, in that call. But then more importantly, I think like, as you, as you think about it in a, from a business perspective, when you are trying, and this is something that like I would struggle with, I don't like being very vulnerable. And so it, a lot of times I think it makes my online presence feel really uh, like inauthentic. Is that the word I'm looking for? Mm -hmm. Inauthentic. If you talk to me in person, I'm super comfortable being in that space. I like it. I can, you know, I get fired up and you can see all of that come through. So I think giving people permission to say like own everything and even just kind of lean into it, if not for the simple fact of just being honest and being like, I don't really like being in this space. Mm -hmm. So can we like hop over here? Can we hop on a phone call rather than like be, you know, on social media or something like that? So I think that's mm. I think that's really cool. Yeah. So as we kind of think about uh, like harnessing your wild creations or really being able to bring them to life, being kind of your most authentic self, what is one key takeaway that as a listener if they're saying like, "Man, I I really struggle with this. I struggle with really putting my message out there in a way that feels true to who I am, but then also resonates with my audience. What is one thing they hmm. could do today to start to change that for themselves? Hmm. I know the first thing I would say to someone is to forget about your audience. Forget about the intention just for a hmm. moment to really tap into it because I think that's where we get tripped up. That's where we start using a formula instead of coming from mm. what's true and mm -hmm. authentic within. Okay. Sure. So just ask yourself and think about, think about someone, a specific person. Sure. And maybe it's a client or someone you know who you'd love to help. Mm -hmm. like you see they have a need and you'd love to help them. You'd love to give them something. If you could tell them anything, if you could deliver a message that would make the biggest difference to them, what would it be? Mm. I love that. And write, just write that down or, you know, get out your phone and record it and see what comes out of your mouth and don't do anything with it right now. Right. Just that's the, that's a small, very powerful first step. And then there are many, many ways that you can deliver that message in many different forms, but you know that you're connecting with something that's sincere and real and something that your heart is saying, I want to bring this to a real person. It's going right. to resonate and be alive. That's what we want. And then we can think about the strategies later. That is probably one of my favorite piece of the, pieces of advice, at, like, because I think it's so, it is so accurate. The intention is what trips us up. When I am thinking about my target audience, I start to think about my intention is to sell to them. And I know we talk about all the time, like, oh, bring value, add value, don't sell. But let's be honest, we are all starting a business to make money. You know, so it's it you know, it's something that I think you can kind of get like 
halfway there and you're like, okay, I'm going to, I am going to bring something that's valuable, but my end goal is to try to get, you know, and you're focused on like moving them onto like the next step of the funnel, so to speak, or to get them to say yes or join an email list. It's that call to action. Like we start thinking of the marketing best practices and that intention trips us up. And I think I, I think stripping that out and saying just think about and deliver a message to someone that you really truly want to help and forget about what they're going to do with it. Like it's not yours to own what they do. You just want to like ooze that passion. I think that is kind of, that is the best advice because I think that's when it's going to be the most authentic and that's when it's really it really truly will resonate with somebody mm-hmm. because you just you did it with like the purest of intentions when you weren't thinking about the marketing side of things so mm-hmm. i can hear in your answer like the unmarketing that you teach mm-hmm. and and everything like it's just oh man it just came full circle and i hope people's might like the more I talk about it, like the more my my mind is like blown a little bit, like how full circle your whole conversation kind of is. Like you talk about unmarketing and kind of throwing out the playbook. And when you strip out that target audience and that intention, like how powerful is your message? Hmm. It's amazing. <laughs> and it's I'm also so- very simple. It, it's heart-centered. Mm-hmm. It's authentic, it's powerful, and then it will take you somewhere. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe I'm this person and I, I sit down and I think about a client I spoke to yesterday and the message I would most want to give this person. And I sit down and write down something and it gives me an idea for something else or it sparks something new and then I want to create it. Like this is like that one small thing just starts aligning you and you can see where you're not aligned. Yeah. Yep. I love it. I love everything about it. So Stephanie, if listeners want to connect more and get more of your insight, where can they find you? Oh, the best place would be my website since I'm not doing social media these days. And that's theawakenedbusiness.com. And I have a couple freebies on there if you'd like. Yes. I also share, to speak to what you were talking about, I share very transparently my own unmarketing journey and the Mm -hmm. experiments I'm doing. So if you jump on my email list, you'll get lots of that, as well as podcast conversations that I'm having with entrepreneurs who inspire me. Um, And you get to see people who are breaking the rules, bending the rules, creating their own, and following them in different ways that work for them. Amazing, amazing listeners. I hope you genuinely connect. This has been one of my favorite conversations. So thank you so much for your time and your expertise today. I genuinely appreciate it. You are most welcome. 